<laughs> He's not even like set up, but it's Happy fine. Halloween. Boo. Boo. Boo, bitch. I was a slut this Halloween. Yeah, that I was wanna, my costume. I want to hear all about your trip. But hi, everyone. Welcome to Under Further Review. I'm Pata. That's Mike Rose. That's Mikey C. Hey. 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 You'll hear me better in a second. <laughs> We're running late again, We're, famously. It's all my fault, as usual. But, you know. Boots That's is here. the way train, the cookie huh? crumbles. The one train and then just idiots. Like, I swear, I, I had set everything up for success. I had a plan. I really should have just come up here early in the morning and everyone's stupid. And that's the way I feel. All right. I should sound good now. You sound delicious. Delicious. Oh. We we were just talking about before we started. Um, Mikey approached the camera and logged into this Zoom with two full sleeves of tattoos, which he has been wanting on Instagram, but we're pretty convinced based on our conversation last week are fake. Is this true? Why would you think they're fake? Because last episode, uh, we talked about my costume, how I do a punk version of some cartoon character every year and I get fake tattoos from Amazon and they're really amazing. So I feel like Mikey took that and was like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. And they don't come off easily. They're pretty strong. So I think Mikey's really living his fantasy with these fake tattoos. Well, let me ask you this. Do you remember what my arms looked like the last time we podcasted? They were blank, right? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You don't think I had long sleeves on the last time? No. You post so many sleeveless and, photos on Instagram. Don't even start with me. And, like what? And on top of it, you had said you said something to the effect of like, Oh, yeah, I was thinking of getting a sleeve before COVID, which would imply that you had not since gotten work done on said sleeve. Well, I'll tell you. All right. I was going to get a fake tattoo and I ordered this. Did you see what this is? Oh, yeah. he's holding he's, he's holding up like a like a rag of like a, it's like a like fabric a sleeve. You pull it over. It's oh, literally like right, right, right. Clothing. right yeah. Which is horrible. what I had thought that you had done. No, those things are horrible. <laughs> you want the water like the stick on ones. They look really real if you do it right. Like it I does. did, yeah, yes. looks great. All right, so yes, they are. They now. do look real, but they they look great, right? Like and I've gotten so many compliments. And you're right; they do not come off easy. I put it on. I put these on Sunday, and now it's what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they have not like cracked or peeled at all. Yeah, rubbing alcohol is what I realized. I'll mix rubbing alcohol with a safe like uh, shampoo situation. Oil. Yeah, that too. If he wants them to go, honestly, I think they're kind of hot. Yeah, I think they're great. I mean, that, that uh, was my slippery in, slope yeah. to getting a sleeve. So Mikey C's probably next. Mikey C and I are going to go get tattoos. Oh, you got a good, you got a nice place to go? Yeah, I, I do my sleeve in Boston. Oh, yeah? yeah? I've got a couple places in New York, though. Maybe we should all get matching tattoos in a couple weeks when oh, we when Mikey C comes to go to Nobu. Yeah, it's all my calendar. It's all. It. <laughs> when is that? Someone... November twelfth. I think it's like the eleventh. It's it's whatever that Friday is. We have so much to talk about. There's so much to all do right. today. Yeah, there really, there really, really is. But in case you all are new here, welcome. Please uh, follow us on our social media. Our handle is at U-F-R-V-O-D-C-A-S-T. Shoot us an email at helloufr at gmail.com and subscribe, rate, and review, write nice things, or we'll come for your asses. Uh. That was good. That was a good CTA right there. What does Shit. CTA stand for? Call to action. Oh. Did you oh. not know that? Mikey, you should know that. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, we do a lot of, of course, live reads at ESPN. 
and we have to like print out the live reads for our hosts and sometimes and so on the live reads it's always there's call to action like written on it and stuff like that and sometimes we'll forget to put it and the hosts are so dumb they'll read call to action instead of just reading the copy can you get christine lisi on our show speaking of perfect readers of ctas i love her oh she's like I, I could get her on right now if we wanted to yeah no me and christine are tight she'll definitely come on you got to start being our booker, but we got to get a better consistent, a, a more consistent schedule. And we can talk about that offline. But well, if you want me to get Christine for next week, I, I honestly think it won't be a problem if you want to do that. Everyone next week on UFR, Christine <laughs> Lisi from ESPN will be joining us. <laughs> but yeah, football, football and and the trade deadline was yesterday or well, as of recording this podcast, the trade de- deadline was Tuesday. That was a remarkable shit show it, it was wild like, wasn't it the it was more interesting than most years yeah i think didn't some people like. say i think someone said it was like the the most trades ever made like in the history of the nfl really oh. i think that's i would believe it i believe it every time i open twitter it's like this person's going here and this person's going over here and for this and this and this and whatever and it was crazy but um but before we get into all of that, should we talk about the games of the week and maybe do a little bit of a, a update on our fantasy football? Sure, you like to do that, yes. You do I get to do? I'm gonna do it. You okay. get to do it. I'm gonna do it. Can you can you please uh update? First of all, I did the math wrong on our scoring last week. Mike fixed <laughs> it. I did. So uh just to clarify, our score so I'm after winning. week seven. After week seven, so not after week eight. Is actually Kata has three, Mikey C has three, and I have six. Um, Incredible. So like I'm not as it, it, the numbers aren't as large as they were before. The um, yeah, the differential. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's talk week eight. Uh, I want Mikey, give me your uh biggest like obvious game, and give me your biggest like what the fuck game, biggest disappointment. My move worked out, didn't I? Pick up the Patriots. And they actually beat the Jets. You did famously. You picked them up, and you were right. I don't know yeah. if I'd say famously. They know. Patriots always beat the Jets. And I you think. dropped yeah. the Patriots. I don't know if I dropped them last week. Did I? I think you did, and that's uh, why he picked them up. Yes, yeah. But I swapped I so. them with the Falcons, who also won. All right. right. And you made a move last week too, right, Kata? Yeah. Who did I pick? I, I, you know, I was re-listening to the episode when I was editing it, and I actually had intended to pick up the Browns. Which who would have also been winners. Who would have also been winners? I who did I pick up last week? Yeah, oh, I picked up the commanders who also won. So it wouldn't have made it. Yeah, so we're all looking smart. We're all looking real good. So um, I will say, kind of looking at what were the upsets of the week, the Cardinals lost for Kata, and that wasn't an exciting loss. That, that wasn't surprising. No, but I think it was one you could have had. Uh, the biggest loss for Mikey was the Bengals' loss to the Browns. Yeah, uh, that was not an expected. That put you negative one points for the week when you could have had zero. Had that was that was shocking. In our survivor pool, Mike, um, only oh, no. there there are like fifty something people still alive, and only seven of them actually. Er, I'm sorry, it's the picks pool. Um, there are only seven people in that picks pool who actually picked the Browns, and and good for them. And my disappointment yeah. continues to be my first round pick, which was the Packers. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I think it's, a, it's probably that time of the season where we have to start thinking, do I drop some of these like early picks we had? Like Mike, you have the bucks. I have the Packers. 
Right. Um, yeah, like what what are we I mean the only like surefire first pick that won't go is Kata went first and obviously picked the Bills. But otherwise like I've been like, thinking about the Cardinals though. I've been thinking about dropping the Cardinals. Right. Like I'm thinking about dropping the Packers at a certain point, but there's nobody But at what point what will push you over the edge? Right. What will trigger you so deeply? And a reminder to everybody that our point system is largely based on playoff and Super Bowl wins. Like we're, it's only like a six point difference. I'm only in the lead by like th- three or six or whatever. Um, it's not by much. And like well, the Packers, I worry about because you're right. Because I mean, it's only a matter of time before they might hang things up. Like I like I have the Buccaneers, and I still feel like they're in it. Yeah, they're in the unquote. division fight. It's between them and right. the Falcons, which is hysterical. Yeah, I could I couldn't believe the yeah, Panthers and Falcons are playing for first place. I guess the Saints are in that race too. And if you want to count the Panthers, but I I don't no. count the Panthers. No. So the fact that yeah. the, the, that's a if race, they won, I, they would have been in first place had they won. I just don't know with the Bucks. Now like, they're in last place. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I'll tell you what, it's getting harder and harder to play Survivor right now. Yes. Ben and I, Ben and I are playing together and we're we're having a rough time. We debated between the Panthers and uh the Cowboys this week. And we went with the Cowboys, which ended up being an okay move, but it it was rough. Or I'm sorry, not the Panthers and the Cowboys, the Falcons and the Cowboys. But yeah, that was it was it's confusing out there. These streets. These streets are dirty. Spooky. So we end the uh we went end week eight. Kata uh got two points. Mikey C got negative one, and I got one. So that moves us on to week nine and talking about pickups, drops, trades. Who's first? Uh I am. I'm Mike first. Is, yeah. I actually did my homework before I showed up for this because I was thinking a lot about the strategy of since I'm ahead, do I take the risk of picking up a, a team that's win? winning or losing or like they're going to play they're going to be plus or minus one and like take the risk or do i drop someone like the jags who i was really excited about and no longer am and pick up a team like the broncos who aren't playing so it's just a safe zero Mm -hmm. like is there any team that i want to take a massive risk on this week um or do mm. I just pick up a buy team and say, yeah, screw it. It's zero. But if you uh, drop that team, you run the risk of never getting them back. Right. Right. Well, I would only drop like the Jags or something. Did you say the Jags? Yeah. So the, I'm going to play the Raiders this just, week. Do they? Yeah. Sounds fake. Oh, well. OK, so I am right that the Broncos are on buy and then they play the Titans. So I have really two options. I can drop the Jags and pick up the Broncos and take a safe zero. I can keep the Jags and see how they go against a rough team, which is, you know, Raiders are rough. It's... The Raiders. Um, the rough Raiders sounds like a really bad, like little league team name. That sounds like a group yeah. of gays. I saw at P town this weekend. Oh yeah. How was P town? Did you have so fun? fun? It looks like heard... fun. It was yeah. so fun. I learned that uh, Danny Phantom is a lot of people's gay awakening. I learned that. This weekend. I mean, he was mine, so. Yeah, I think mine too, maybe. <laughs> Did you ever go there for Bear Week? That was, uh, this was Spooky or Bear. was it Bear Week? Well, Spooky, Spooky Bear, Bear is is their Halloween thing, so that sort of is what that was. And um, Interesting. Not that it really, like, leans heavily one way or another. Like, I guess, like, it might have been a little bit more of an older crowd, which I appreciated because people my age are fucking insufferable. 
so I actually enjoyed like they were all older and they were all pretty chill and like cool and so like that was nice but yeah anyway so it's either I drop the Jags and pick up the Broncos and go for zero or I take the risk on the Jags beating Rough Raiders. Raiders. Rough Raiders. Raiders. I don't yeah, know. Like, here's my thing is the, the Jags, they did this with the Giants and it happened with the Broncos. Like, I feel like they have so many opportunities to put games away and they fuck it up every time. It's not like the other team. Well, just... they get rid of them. Yeah. I think I should just. I pick. don't think any. I don't think you're running the risk with the Jags of anyone picking them up. Oh, I don't care. I mean, because then they're going to play Kansas City next week. So I'm going to drop them no matter what. So um, do it now. Yeah, and I'm I'm taking a zero, I guess. That's okay. Okay, I'm gonna drop Jags and I'll pick up the Broncos on by for a safe, bless, safe zero. Bless. All right. Who's Kata. next? Oh, it's, it's me. It's you. Uh, I'll make a move too. You know what? I'll I'll do what what I kind of have alluded to. I'm gonna drop the fucking Cardinals, and I'm gonna pick up the Browns. Okay. I think that's fair. I'm looking at the Cardinals schedule going forward. Uh, They're playing the Seahawks this week. Then the Rams, the Niners, the Chargers, the Patriots. I think these are all teams that they could potentially lose to. I'm fine with it. I'm going to drop the Cardinals and I'm going to pick up the disastrous Cleveland Browns and, and just take my risks. Who are they playing this week? I don't even know. Who Looks are like the Browns? They're on by. It's like they're on by. I'm fine with that. I'm at peace with that. Yes, they're on by. Yep, I'm fine with that. And then they play the Dolphins, the Bills. Don't even care. The Bucks. But then the Texans. We'll Don't see. even care. All right, moving on. Mikey. Mikey. Can you guys remind me of who's on my team? Yeah, I got him. So the Mikey C squad is the Bucks, 49ers on by Bengals, Chargers, Colts, Patriots, Vikings, New York Giants. Who are on by. Some of these late round picks, Mike, you had really panned out. The Vikings yeah, and the they... Giants were late picks for you and their Vikings are going to win their division and Giants likely will go to the playoffs so they continue to be okay. See, the Colts play the Patriots, so I'm guaranteed, so that's actually a wash. So I'll get a minus one and a plus one. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Unless you drop one and then you try and pick up another. I have a feeling the Patriots like, will roll the Colts. So like, I could... think so too. Right. I could pick up like the Steelers who look like on by and get a zero. But then who would I drop? And get a zero unless the Patriots win and then... Oh, right. well, no, watch me. All right. I'm know. gonna do it. All right. That. Let's roll the dice. Okay. I'm gonna well, but who do they play? But then what do I do with the fucking Steelers then? All right, who's who are the teams that are available? Are free agents, yeah, available. Raiders, Saints, Cardinals, Bears, Texans, Panthers, Steelers, Jags. Cardinals. I like the way you said that. Cardinals. Three syllables. Panthers play. Panthers play the Bengals. Are kickers looking while he does this? Are kickers looking twinkier lately? I don't think they're looking any twinkier than they ever have. Do you but... see the the uh, the Bengals kicker on Monday night? No, he was a whittle man. I I wasn't I wasn't paying. Whittle man missed him. a lot of his whittle kicks. 
Yeah, he did. <laughs> Cost a lot of people their Whittle Fantasy Leagues. Oops. Oops. Anyway, Mikey, go for it. Yeah, well, look at you. You're just say, you're blaming the gays again. I mean, there's a lot to blame. This is what you, this is, this is every, every week. It's this homophobia. <laughs> from I'm, I'm over it. I'm, done. I'm standing up against it. Straights against. I'm going to just I'm going to hold steady. I'm going to hold steady. Okay. Um, you know what? I just hate the idea of picking somebody on a buy and being safe about yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Like if so I don't do take back your move. No, I think if I, mean, I... I just did that, but what? I feel but I do feel safe about it. The Raiders and Jags are playing each other. They are there. And also picking someone on a bye is still like, for instance, I dropped the Cardinals and I'm pretty convinced they're going to lose to the Seahawks this week. It's going to prevent me from a loss. Sure. But like I dropped the Jags when the Raiders could win that game. Hypothetically. Right. I mean, I guess it is like a 50 50. It's like a big bet there. What is the spread on the I Raiders? I could not believe the Jag. Who did they lose to last week? I was so pissed about that game. Broncos. Yeah. And Broncos, then they lost right. to the. And then what's annoying is they lost to the Giants too, and they shouldn't have. They like really oh, fucked themselves we... over. I, I, I'm sure you guys saw Russell Wilson this week. Uh, can I can I just say I continue my stance on Russell Wilson and continue <laughs> to look smart? He's definitely untalented right now. I can say that. But I've he was a lot doing of high people. knee kicks. They were complaining about him doing high knee leg raises on the plane on the way to London. I'm sure you heard about that. While his teammates were sleeping. Were I don't sleeping. even see, like, <laughs> do they have an extra big plane? Like, where would you even do that? <laughs> that sounds like a lie. I have a lot of questions, but <laughs> but it was confirmed by multiple teammates. So apparently they weren't <gasps> sleeping, which just makes him rude. And I don't really like that. Narrative they were sleeping. Him. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of a dickish thing to say. Yeah. Well, everyone else was sleeping. I was doing a workout. Grow up. No, no. But on the but, plane. But he said while they were sleeping and then a bunch of the teammates were like, yeah, like he was doing them, which means they weren't sleeping, which is which means, means he that he was probably keeping them up, You're which right. is incredibly rude. Not nice. He lost some points, but I'll he's speak still to him. Rest- I'll speak to my I'll speak to him about it. Don't <laughs> worry about it. We'll work it out. I just like to say That's I told couple. you so. <laughs> I'll have Mikey uh, check out all the guys I go on dates with because he he can he can clock them clock them before I can. But I'm not ready to let go of Russell Wilson yet. My long term relationship with him. All right, that uh, let's <laughs> let's let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we've got uh, we've got we've got some stuff. We've got some ideas. I don't I'm know. not done talking football. All right. Well, then, yeah, that, I mean, that's definitely on the agenda. This I Mikey, I don't know if you know this, but this is a football podcast. <gasps> OK, good, because I got one question for you guys. All right. This well, is a homophobia podcast now. It is also <laughs> it seems very advocacy podcast. <laughs> we gave gays way too many rights and now we don't know what to do with them. We don't know how to act right. One weekend in P-Town, and now you're so homophobic. Yeah, ridiculous. now I'm like, I don't know about all this. <laughs> I'm not so sure we we can we can do all this. More <laughs> on this later. Oh God, we'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if you guys could guess from my general serene, peaceful, cerebral demeanor, but I am very invested in how the products I use impact my own personal wellness. 
But even more so, we here at UFR as a brand and as individuals are extremely conscious of the way humanity's impact on the environment is perilous. And it's crazy how we don't know what the products we use are actually doing to the world we live in. And for me, one of those things is candles. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a slut for candles. I probably have between two and four burning in my house at all times. But I've recently ditched my expensive and toxic go-to brands for a more boutique candle experience from Andrew Candle Company. Did y'all know that indoor air pollutants are often up to five times higher than outdoor levels? Traditional indoor candles made with harmful ingredients such as paraffin wax and toxic fragrance oils are often the biggest culprit behind this alarming statistic. Andrew Candle Company has carefully sourced all of their premium ingredients to ensure they are free of toxins, sulfates, parabens, lead, soy, paraffin, and petroleum products. Their beeswax solution is 100% a renewable resource. And as far as personal health is concerned, releases negative ions to improve allergy and asthma symptoms, decreases blood pressure, improves sleep quality, and reduces common ailments like headaches. Which is exactly what I need. (laughs) But y'all also know I love to host, and Andrew's Candles are not just an environmentally friendly solution to my signature aesthetics. It's actually beneficial to my health and the health of my company. The scents are clean, modern, and just as bougie as I am. Andrew's candles are hand poured in Atlanta, Georgia and make fantastic gifts too. And tis the season for curling up with a candle and a good book. Am I right? Or masking the smell of desperation during a date or trying to liven up your last cuffing season relationship. All right. That's enough. But trust me, y'all, they have everything. The cozy scent is perfect to burn when I'm editing in my living room. And I keep the garden scent on my vanity when I'm doing my morning and evening skincare routines. We love supporting small businesses here, especially in this economy. And y'all are in luck today because Andrew Candle Company is offering our listeners a special discount. Visit andrewcandlecompany.com to shop and enter code UFR15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That's andrewcandlecompany.com, promo code UFR15. And check out Andrew Candle Company on Linktree to learn more about the benefits of beeswax. That's linktr.ee slash Andrew Candle Company. And we're back. Before the break, Mikey suggested uh, that he has a, a question, a quandary, a qualm, something that he needs to say. So why don't we just start there? What do you got for us today, Mikey? I feel like every week it's like, a, all right, what now, Mikey? Oh. Yeah, no, this is football related, though. <laughs> what do we got? There was a a question that was posed uh, during our shows this week at ESPN that who who is the team to drop? Who is the team to um, be the biggest risk to the um, Eagles like winning it all this year, like or at least winning the NFC? That's actually that's how the question who is the biggest risk to the the Eagles in the NFC? Everyone was saying the 49ers. Which I hate because I'm a 49er fan. And, but I mean, did you guys get to see any of the 49er game this week? Ah, McCaffrey just looked freaking awesome. Yeah, McCaffrey's I, even. I, I, I didn't hot watch man. it, but I mean, oh my God. And, and God, he, he threw a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and, and caught, caught a touchdown. A man who looks like that mm-hmm. and also has talent. So oh, doesn't he look good in a 49er uniform? He looks good he in anything. He does. Wherever he wants. No, I was clocking. Person. I was clocking that on my fantasy. And wow, what a game. I mean, like, I I I didn't really know what to expect with his first week on the field as a Niner, but that was that was incredibly impressive. So is the question sorry, is the question like who could beat out the Eagles in the NFC or who the right. 
who's the biggest threat Everyone's to them saying, winning yeah, the NFC. So, yeah, so they're, I guess they're assuming because I don't think the 49ers play in the regular play in the regular season. So I guess who's going to you know be in that NFC Championship game and can beat the Eagles or or wherever in the playoffs. And everyone was saying the 49ers. I'm thinking oh, the Vikings agree. are only one loss. I think I, I think mean, the Niners teams. the Niners are a great. Uh, I mean, look, the, the biggest joke that I saw this weekend with Christian McCaffrey was, you know, they didn't hire him to come and be their new star running back. They hired him to come and replace Jimmy G. <laughs> um, I, I think the Niners are a good option. I also like I know that I'm biased, obviously, but I, I'm not sleeping on my Giants either. I think both the 49ers and the Giants could give Eagles trouble, but I'm I'm shocked that the obvious choice of person that could actually knock out the Eagles is the Cowboys. Like they're really good. Like where are they bad? I mean, I don't know if I'd say they're really good. They, they scored like 44 points on the Bears. Like and that was off the top of my head. I'm actually sure if that number is correct. But they they are destroying these teams. Their defense is is everyone struggling against their defense. Like and they have even when, when Prescott is out and then Dak Prescott came back and he has been good. He has been an improvement. Like I just Tony Pollard, games. holy shit, like mm-hmm. absolutely ran all over the Bears, created a bear rug out of the Bears. Spooky Bear, P Town connection gays. It was the Bears. Gays. Gays. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, like it, I just think it the obvious choice is the Cowboys. Now I'm not sure how. It's likely they won't make it to the NFC East NFC Championship together, right? Given how the pra- bracket will work, so out. we'll get right, to see them right. play. I mean, when did when do the, the divisional play likely? Yeah, and the, I mean, yeah. but it's also possible that the Cowboys could pass the Eagles very easily. Cowboys get the bye, Eagles don't get the bye. That is not impossible. It's a two game difference. Jeez, Giants and the Eagles, Eagles have things wrong with them. They do kind of, right? Except their record. I mean, like they're offensively, they they people are so excited about them, but I'm like, they're not like the Cowboys offense it scores more points than the Eagles offense by a lot. It's the Giants, uh, yeah. And the Giants look good, but I, I if you ask me one NFC team that I think would go to the championship over the Eagles would easily be the Cowboys for me. Yeah, the so, Giants played some shitty football this week. They play shitty we'll, football most weeks, but the other team they play, it happened like multiple weeks in a row that they just, like the Jags, and the Jags had that game won, and then they just although floundered. I say, even, even when the Giants are playing shitty football, they're still, I mean, they're still coming out with it. By the way, speaking of Giants football, I have a theory. Um, there was a, a, a Chiron image of um, Dable and our, Oh, who was it with him? It was one of our coordinators at the Rangers game this weekend. And I 100% think that they are trying to be like Ted Lasso and Coach Beard of the Mm, NFL. Like, because they're like best friends who hang out outside of stuff, but also talk about their jobs. (laughs) I I have an amendment. It was 49 points. The Cowboys put up. All right. 40. Yeah, that's aggressive. That's that's some that's. Yeah. Yup. Mm-hmm. And what do you guys have against the Vikings? They only have one loss. So do they just I'm, are they I'm just so a boring team? I just hate talking about the Vikings. I hate. I just. There's I just hate nothing it. In with I them that moves the needle. Uninspiring no. is a good word. Uninspired. Kirk Cousins is married to like his sister or something, and <gasps> I'm making that up. 
that's so not true. Yeah, but like I get the right rumor though. I, I think he could be like that. That would be something that he would do. Kirk Cousins is very like bottom for Jesus wow, kind of dude. Like probably probably should have retired like years ago. But apparently, like that's that's a bad take because here he is playing really good football and is yeah, it really I, really good football. I mean, decent it's football, doable football. It's doable. Given football. that the NFC has reshuffled and we have no idea what's going on, like I think even with the Eagles, like we're really quick to be like, oh, these NFC teams, like, look how talented they are. But I'm like, well, they're playing largely NFC talent, which is really faltered this year. Like, the NFC looks bad. NFC East, for some reason, best division in football. Um, I don't like purple on a football team either. What? I just don't. What an amazing mm. color. What are you talking about? It is yeah, a I'm great color. I, it's a great color. I, you know, I would <sighs> rather football? like, I would rather like a, like a magenta or like a like a teal if we're looking for like um you know gender normative feminine colors i don't like i just don't like purple for a football team i like purple for like a like a hockey team like that that is like yeah. the color of the night you know okay so you, by the way ravens, he's married to an vikings. elementary school teacher yeah ravens and vikings you got big beef with them huh I oh, think the Ravens like the, look yeah, amazing. but the Ravens are because they're they more predominantly like, black. Yeah, it's like black and purple. It's like it's a yeah. little different with with the Vikings. It's like purple and yellow, which are like those are like royal, like like Hogwarts colors. They're, it's just like nerdy. It's a nerdy color palette, and I don't support it. By the way, with the Ravens making that move for Roquan Smith, that linebacker, I think is really going to help that team a lot because that's where they've been struggling a lot. Is you know blowing these leads and their defense given given up at the end. And so I really think that could help that team humongously. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk about some of these trades too. Like uh, there weren't a whole lot that stood out to me as far as like, this seems like an unfair situation. Did the Rams make any moves? I was, I was kind of surprised that the Dolphins rid themselves of Edmonds. At the same time, I'm not because they have Mostert and he's been really doing most of their running back work. But Edmonds is a really talented running back. I'm partial to him because he went to Fordham, go Rams. And, um, and they really didn't use him. So maybe it was smart to get rid of him. But that was really the one that stood out to me. Dolphins um, also got Bradley Chubb, right? They did, which is, that's a big gap for them. Big. Yeah, that that seemed like a fair trade because they that's what they needed and so that's what they got. That was good. Here were some Which of the other big ones. Naheem Hines to to the Bills. I thought Ooh. that was really big. That was that was big from underrated the Colts. Yeah, yeah, and he in very versatile offensive player and with the Bills like that's just another absolute okay, slap. I was wondering if the, the Rams AFC. made any moves because I was so annoyed when I saw the Rams offering this and that. I'm like, how do the Rams have any draft picks left on for people? Jeez. But they didn't do anything. Um. Well, the, the 49ers, your 49ers gave up Jeff Wilson to the Dolphins. Yeah. Which, eh, I mean, I mean, McCaffrey now is going to be the. I love this trade. Player. I wish the Eagles made this trade Um, to trade for Calvin Ridley. Yeah, At a cheap price. That was Ugh, wild. Right? That so was a, smart. That was a really I, good trade. One thousand percent think the Eagles should have done it. And and he's going to the Jags. And remember, he was suspended last year for betting that the Falcons were going to win against the Jags. 
and now he's going to the team that he bet against, which I think is really we all, funny. We all still agree that that's fucking ridiculous. I wonder yeah. if he bet that would ever happen. Literally, like that was <laughs> canceled. I I still mad that he's out for a full year. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And you want to know something I was thinking about? We are close Deshaun to Deshaun Watson, Watson coming yeah. to the season. He's about to play. And that's and that's Deshaun why Watson I was... The last 26 women and he bets on a game and he's done for the year. Honestly, Literally that insane. was that was my hesitance with picking up the Browns was. But I, I wonder if they're going to play him because the Browns are actually. Well, of course, they're going to play him because he's of course they are. But, he's going to play eventually. But the Browns mm-hmm. are actually having not a shitty time of it out there uh, for Lord knows how. But Browns are having not a shitty time. <laughs> not that was that was a really yeah they are. That was gross. Oh god! But it was a lot of high profile players. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson going to the uh the Vikings, yeah. which is a huge yeah. win for fantasy people. If you have him, he that probably... is huge. I Hawkinson mm-hmm. is is every year since since he was drafted, he was a sleeper, and then he kind of got hot, and then this year is just kind of ever since off a Matthew bit. Stafford left the Lions yeah. he died and that's really unfortunate but this is going to be big for him happy for that man Chase Claypool to the Bears what a I mean I loved him his rookie season I really think he's going to have a lot to a lot to offer the Bears I'm not sure if the Bears have anything to offer him but I think the winner of the trades was Miami right I mean like holy shit they did a lot Bradley Chubb I mean that that alone Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson Jr I like that trade um with 49ers to you know, rectify the loss of their running back from the last from the last trade because Ch- Chase Edmonds for Bradley Chubb went away. Um, I think that that I think the Dolphins obviously kind of won out there, and obviously Rokon Smith to the Ravens is fantastic. Kadarius Tony. I didn't Chiefs understand the. Um, I didn't understand the the Chiefs uh, the Kadarius Tony trade. I mean, the Giants need receivers. Yeah, yeah that and they trade Kadarius of... Tony to the Chiefs. I will say though, how did we we got so many damn good memes out of that? Yeah. That was excellent. Him like like the Willy Wonka like limping with the cane and then he like does the somersault like walking into the <laughs> Chiefs facility. And <laughs> probably the last one we have we didn't talk about. We obviously talked about Christian McCaffrey, but I don't know if we had time last time to talk about James Robinson trade. And yeah. That is for a conditional sixth round pick, James Robinson is really yeah. talented. That was a loss for the Jets. Huge loss. I mean, no, a loss for the the uh, the Jags. Hu- I'm I think sorry, that's what I mean. Huge win for the for the fucking Jets. James Robinson's so talented, and huge win for fantasy owners of Travis Etienne. If you drafted him, you just got a starter, and probably like the fourth round of your fantasy drafts. That's fucking hot. Yeah, I never James- understood that about football that you could have like you know a good a good running back you know a good player like get traded for a sixth round pick like you don't see like you know like um conditional sixth <laughs> Clay Thompson get traded for like a sixth round pick but in the NFL you see this happen all the time it's right. insane like James Robinson is way more valuable than a sixth I would have said like a fourth or a fifth easy yeah um but you know that those are the trades it was really exciting this year um I had fun. I had fun watching yep. and being a part of it. Eagles got someone fun, which is good. Mike, you wanted to talk about something. You you specifically texted me while you were on your vacation because you wanted to talk about NFL scheduling this year. And I just, oh. it sounds like you you have something that you need to say about the way that these games are being scheduled. And I just want to make sure that you have a platform here. This is a safe <laughs> space. We are allies. Allies. I'm not, <laughs> but I'm glad you guys are. 
Um, well, he, oh my god, Mike's I forgot so I homophobic, to but... I am homophobic, but you two are allies, and that's really important. <laughs> so, obviously, the NFL has a pretty difficult job because right after the draft, they have to release the schedule, a very short turnaround period. And the schedule they're making is ideally meant to be good TV, right? They mm, look at the draft, right. they look at the offseason, the trades, and whatever, and say, okay, let's make a schedule. What do we think are going to be great primetime games? What will be interesting for people to watch? And I don't think I've experienced in the time that I followed the NFL really closely, such a miss this year. I really mm. just think, especially these primetime games are just horrible. See, for me, it's just the Broncos primetime games. Mostly yeah, like, I, kind of liked the Ohio, I, I liked the Ohio rivalry this week. That was kind of nice. I, or at least I didn't, I won't say I liked it. I did not mind it. I kind of like the primetime game. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a bit much, but but yeah, I I would agree with you. It's it's been really rough to watch Monday and Thursday night football. Sunday night's not Thursday terrible. night's been terrible. The best call so far, in my opinion, the best like ahead of time guess was the Eagles and the Vikings. But that game, even so, wasn't very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The Eagles kind of stomped on the Vikings, like, mm-hmm. and that's not to say mm-hmm. the Eagles are like. You know, unstoppable. It just well, was a boring who game. Could have, who could have said that the Eagles were going to be the unstoppable team that they are this year? A like, lot of people at the beginning of the season were really high on the Eagles. Right, you were, and I was not. Eagles, but Eagles fans, generally speaking, you know, I don't know. No, Mikey, you, you were. I remember I mean, early looking... on at ESPN, like that was the big talk, is that people were like, "Oh, I think the Eagles are going to be, be uh, a, a, a contender this year." No one said Super Bowl contender, but people were like, "You should be excited about them." I was not because the Eagles have hurt my feelings over and over and over again. Uh, but there was big talk about them and the Saints, and the Saints obviously didn't pull through. But the Eagles have met expectations from early season. But um, the point I'm making is all these primetime games miss after miss after miss yeah. after miss. I mean, They're all I am horrible to watch. I'm not having fun. Not having a good time. I feel like all the good games that happen are like during like regular programming. Like in the four o'clock, the, the four o'clock always has some pretty good games. Though I don't know. There's always like one prime game in like the four o'clock slate of games. But I'm looking. Oh god, Bills I'm and uh, Kansas City were like a four o'clock game, mm-hmm. or they're like America's yeah. game of the week or whatever. That was a great one. Loved that. Why was that not prime time? Well, at the Bills end of the and year, Rams, they do the get first the one horrible. Horrible game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at some of these Monday night games, and it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Even like this out. week. I mean, primetime games. I I think it goes without saying that primetime games should be allocated to famous rivalries. Yeah, that would be great. Best one this year, to your point, Broncos Seahawks. Amazing. Yeah, I, that was a great time. game. That was a great game. It was close. Even though, even though I'm tired of watching. It wasn't the, a lot of scoring, but yeah. I'm tired of watching the Broncos on primetime. That it was, was tight. Yeah, that was a tight game. But there was they, uh, Cowboys Giants, right? Wasn't Cowboys Giants a Monday night game? I don't think it was. Uh, was it? Yes. Uh, Cowboy of Rams 49ers. It definitely was a primetime game. Cowboys Giants was week three. Cowboys won 23-16. Yeah, that maybe that's three. why I blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I I don't know if it's ever been done. Like, we obviously flex games, but I would appreciate if the NFL maybe flex some of these primetime games. Yeah. Like, now. Like, go to week 12, go to week 13, and restructure now. Because this is horribly boring. It's bad TV. I'm here for the drama. And I personally, I'm not feeling the drama. I'm not I'm getting the fantasy. Yeah. I'm with you. 
This week we have Raven Saints Monday night. Then that'll be have... good. No, it won't. We... The Saints are bad. Yeah. yeah. Commanders Eagles the week after. At least we get to see the Eagles, but it'll be yeah, good. I actually might want to go to that game because I want to yell at Carson Wentz. Carson. No, then no. Have 49ers he looks like Donald. Not the same as Trevor. Not Literally looks like Ronald McDonald. Uh, I'm no, and he has a bad attitude. Week 12, you get to see Steelers Colts. Also horrible. Yep. See, I think we all have different ideas of what makes a good primetime game, but I think we can all agree that they've all been bad. So most of them have been bad. 90% of them have been bad. So. I mean, I love a primetime moment for the Eagles to sack Carson Wentz again, like nine times in a row. Like that was great. But like, that's not actually that interesting to watch unless you're an Eagles fan and you hate Carson Wentz, who I don't hate. He just makes me mad. Well, I agree. The primetime games have been lackluster. Thursday night especially has been terrible. Before we go, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wanted to ask you guys about something. Uh-oh. Um, I, I, my favorite day of the year, my Christmas, is fall backward, end of daylight savings time. Oh. I love everything about it. I you know love... that this is the last year of it, right? Well, so that's what I want to talk about. This is something that I was not made aware of. And I'm a little stressed. I'm a little stressed. I I don't really know how to handle it. Like that 48 hour period, the last day that like the sun is still up at like 530. And then the first day that it goes to sleep before like 4 p.m. That's like my kryptonite. That's my full moon. That's when I am like at my like. Like sexy vibiest like i love i love this this time but i've done a little bit of research and it doesn't seem like it seems like only a few states have passed legislation to like rid themselves of daylight savings or rather rather um adopt it as a full-time situation and i just i'm i'm really stressed and bothered by it i i just wanted to pick y'all's brains see what you all know informationally and also your opinions about daylight savings time my idea well my my understanding of why we have it is wasn't it for like the farmers so they could have more daylight essentially i mean ultimately daylight savings was that and to help capitalism well and to keep things open and the people who are still at or who are advocating like the politicians who are advocating um for it to be like a like a permanent thing. Like we just adjust our clocks forever and call it a day. Um, it, it's something called, I believe it's called like the sunshine act or something, which first of all, gay. Second, gay? Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's okay. Um, <laughs> and their reasoning is it would reduce crime, encourage kids to play outside and lower the risk of heart attacks and car accidents. So they're looking to make the days longer perpetually. Essentially. Because there's a lot of research that actually says that is the issue. Like, we need to have the hour go back. But, like, I don't want in the winter. No. Like, in the winter, I, like, I'm I'm sitting here counting the days till my death. Like, I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, but it turns out, and there's a lot of research on it, um, that, like, it's actually very detrimental for us to have these incredibly long days in the summer less so like our bodies are actually used to having darker winters but our bodies are like why is it light at 8 30 p.m it can have... i agree so we should put the time so you backwards. don't like it being light at eight o'clock i'm fine with it but i think if we're gonna lock it into one we should keep the time back 
so the days aren't so unfortunately long. That's what the research suggests we should do for our health. Like I'm a morning person. I like to, I, I do like to get up early, start my day early. And then by like 5 PM, pour my glass of Merlot, yeah. watch the bachelor and go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Not that I actually do that, but like, and if I do that, I mean, go to sleep at a reasonable hour. I do the other things, but I, I, I just don't really like, I feel like winter is supposed to be that dark, cozy cuffing time, as you all like to say with your fucking cuffing cuffing season. But what about like a nice, you know, rooftop glass of wine and a set around 730 on a summer afternoon? So do it at 430. I don't give a shit. Summer Fridays, guys. We put summer Fridays in for a reason. What are we supposed to do? If we're getting off work at 2 o'clock p.m. on a summer Friday, what are we supposed to do for six hours? Hang out with our kids? I don't like kids. Yeah. I don't know. I... I really, it's my favorite time of the year, and the fact that it could be going away is really just Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought it up, because that is, I think it's being swept under the radar. That is a big story, I feel like. I thought it got passed. I thought this was done. I thought it was the prep was already in place. No, it's all still up in the air and it's mm, it's very thought, confusing. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just I'm really sad. Well, enjoy it while you can this year, Carter. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm thinking about throwing myself like a little cozy party and maybe I'll start like a new show. Maybe I'll finally watch like Melrose. I had a cars. I had a car stereo that I could never figure out how to change the time on. So half the time it was right. Half the time it was wrong. You just don't have to worry about that anymore. I was literally throughout this entire episode. I've been playing with my watch because it has the little it's it's vintage Movado um, and it has the little date thing in the corner, but I can't mm-hmm. figure it out. And so for the last two months, like right now, it says it's November 1st, even though it's November 2nd. So I just kind of assume that it's the day after what it says it is, but. Yeah. Time is rough. We need to, if someone needs to just redo the whole thing, the calendar, fucking leap year is such bullshit. I'm over that too. I mean, let's just, let's fix it all. Let's fix it, guys. We have the technology, you would think. We do. Anyways, right. uh, it's it's been a great week, you guys. Lots, lots going on, but thank you so much for tuning in. Again, give us a follow on our social media at UFR Vodcast. Shoot us an email at helloufr at gmail.com and subscribe, rate, and review. Please be nice. Mike will post up. And next week we have Christine Lisi. Maybe. That's right. I think so. <laughs> Good call. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.